0: And welcome to 3Speech, the entertainment podcast that also follows the rule of three. It's two friends, three topics, and unlimited pop culture. I'm your host, Jamie. And I'm your host, Aline. And on today's show, we have... What if? The Disney what if kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and we're not pondering life. No. We're not pondering life. We're, we're pondering zombies, world. though. Apparently. Oh, yes, yes. We're definitely pondering zombies. And also... The end of an era. We've come to the finale of Lucifer season six, and last but not least, I have a really amazing game with amazing potential and one of the worst endings in video game history, which mm. I might not discuss, but who knows? It's called Twelve Minutes. So how you doing, Alin? I'm good. How about you? Doing okay. Teaching in the pandemic is exhausting, but other than that, I am I am doing okay. I can and imagine. Yeah. yeah. I hear you just celebrated a birthday.
1: Uh allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly we're old. Yeah. Allegedly mm. we're covered by the Age Discrimination and Employment Act now. Shut up. You know? Yeah. Forty for and i'm just oh thinking i got very offended when i was told that i was covered by this act now and i was think i had to like temper it because you know people would retire and i'm talking like i'm going back to like the 50s and 60s people would retire at like 60 and then they would die like 2 years later like people weren't expected to live as long as they're living now so i think we need
0: to change the 40 to 50 Hmm. Okay, but as a counterpoint, I also feel like I need all the help I can get. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anything, anything that's out there.
0: Yeah, seriously. So we have reached episode 15. This is crazy. Is it? I know, this is the 15th episode. Isn't that crazy? Wow, and um, we're going to do maybe hopefully one more episode before we hit Halloween. We're going to try and squeeze one more in there, but then we're planning a scary episode for halloween Ooh, so, spooky i don't know we're getting there um so let's move into our little three today and i'm gonna rely on you a little bit for the for the most of the little threes in fact no pressure this is all you i hope you're ready but uh, um i can kind of jump in now on the first one because it's about <gasps> manifest and i've started watching it finally yes yes and, and what, I'm what probably, do you think i i think it's very interesting I think it's one of those shows that's trying a bit too hard to be a procedural, which is a Mm -hmm. sort of theme today, as we'll see with Lucifer. But um, but at the same time, it doesn't bother me. And I also you know, there's something very comforting about procedurals um, every now and again. I think the hook is interesting. I'm worried that it's going to lost us because they've got a lot of this unanswered question stuff kind of going on and and lost did that to us and then I was really disappointed in the ending so I'm really hoping that we can rein this one in and, and bring it on back but it's coming to Netflix
1: it's coming to Netflix all mm-hmm. of that time that people spent watching uh, manifest and keeping it in the the top 10 paid off Because as you'll remember from previous shows, we talked about how Netflix said, no, we don't want it when Manifest initially dropped on Netflix. And with the fervor from all the Manifest fans, I don't know if there's like some sort of fan club for
0: Manifest fans. You know
1: how there are certain...
0: Isn't, like, social media just a fan club for everything at this point? I
1: think so. There's, like, I'm just, and this is completely off topic, but I'm thinking of, like, Rihanna's Navy or Beyonce's Beehive or...
0: Oh, I see. Something with a special name.
1: Yeah, like, Trekkies for Star Trek. Um,
0: Manifestos.
1: There you go. We just made one up. We're going to trademark it. So, yes, it was canceled by NBC. It hit Netflix has amazing success on Netflix. And based on that, because we know Netflix is never very uh, open with their their numbers on what
0: people are viewing. And I read, though, that it was in the top 10 for something like 21 weeks, which has got to be unheard of for them.
1: It was, and I haven't checked Netflix recently, which I, I shouldn't say that, because I did watch Lucifer, but I was going in and just continuing lucifer so i didn't really explore but i know the third season of manifest is on netflix yep now so i don't know if it's like back in the top 10 because it was
0: not that long ago but i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie i was just kind of watching lucifer too and not really checking the past i would say the past week but i did see it on there i want to say around two weeks ago right when i started watching so i know it did come back to the top 10 at least once So,
1: yes, it is coming back. From what I hear, it's going to come back for season four only. So 10 episodes, I think.
0: Yes. Is it 10 or 20? There was a decent amount.
1: There is a decent amount for them to wrap it up. I think it's like I think they're going to break it in to two
0: parts. So maybe it's two 10 episode parts. Maybe that's where I'm getting the 20 from.
1: Yeah, because that sounds like 10 sounds right. To me, but then I'm looking at all of this information that say that's saying it's returning for a super size fourth and final season, yeah, so my hope is that the show runner, who's been very very strong on the fact that he has a conclusion for this show, he had it sketched out, here's to hoping that he knows what he's doing. And it happened. He, was-
0: uh, he got all the like almost all of the main actors to come back. I was reading there was like one or two people that couldn't come back, but I read that one of them was the kid. So that could probably easily be replaced. <laughs> so the kid is so easily replaceable. No, it it's <laughs>
1: true because, you know, the the kid's little for the whole Right.
0: You know. And he could like it, it's a fourth season. If they do any kind of time jump or time passing at all, he could have grown a little and it could very easily be a different actor.
1: So I'm really, really, I'm like I said, hopeful that this is going to work out. It's not going to be another lost situation. Yeah. I think that Lost and for me, Dexter are like the two television shows that I invested so much time and energy in, and I was frustrated and remain frustrated with their finales to the point where I don't That's even. That's going to re- be
0: Game of Thrones for me.
1: Oh yeah. See, I came into Game of Thrones late.
0: Yeah, I we, I we had been we had been with it for years.
1: Yeah, you were from like the beginning. I just yeah. ended up binging it.
0: Yeah. Oof.
1: So it wasn't that build up, but no, um yeah, I'm really hoping that he has the plan. He's mm-hmm. going to implement the plan. He's going to execute it and everyone's going to be happy because he does have I cannot think of the showrunner's name at this point, but he said he had a conclusion in mind, which is a lot more than some people on yeah. television
0: shows have today. I would think that the way he pushed it so hard, he would have to. You know what I mean? Because like if he didn't know where it was going and he didn't have some kind of ending that he was really hopeful for people to see, I don't think he would have pushed so hard for it to come back, you know? That's true. But yeah, I, I think you're right. Let's hope that let's hope that this is this is cool. And um so far I'm really liking it and I won't push us too hard to talk about it right now since there'll probably be massive spoilers for me since I'm only like yeah, I don't six episodes say, in. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> don't
1: want to say anything, you know, go too far. And if there's also a lesson in all of this. Mm-hmm. We have if we like a television show, watch it while it's on. Yeah. Because we can't keep expecting Netflix and other streaming services to save the shows that
0: we like. As another counterpoint, okay. I already think this is going to be today's title. But as a the second counterpoint a good, though. Second co Okay, we're we're going to see how many counterpoints we get. Right, today. I know. I also don't have cable, so I couldn't have watched it when it was first No, it was one. on it was on Manif- it was on NBC. I don't have I don't have any cable.
1: I got to hook you. You don't have an antenna? I don't. I just have a Roku. Do that. Okay. Offline we're going to talk about the antenna because that's how I watch all the football games cuz it will pick up oh. the it will pick up your local stations.
0: I do want to watch the football games. I was yes. watching football on my phone today. It was weird. Oh, and I yeah. fell asleep. But you know.
1: But uh, yeah, it they they sadly they sell them on Amazon. It works. Um, and it's like twenty bucks.
0: Okay, I gotta put this on my Christmas list thing.
1: Yeah, you just plug it the, in the which back is also of it on TV. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's on Amazon. Yeah.
0: So speaking of cable and streaming services, tell me about Peacock. So I don't have Peacock. Mm-hmm. I have a it real issue. Does, with, as far as I know.
1: Yeah. I, I have a real issue with like, and this goes out to you, Paramount plus mm-hmm. CBS, ABC, NBC, you have all of this content That people pay for in their basic cable, or they get by buying an an antenna. Mm. And now you want me to pay for additional content? No. But I will be getting Peacock in the future because it was announced that Halloween Kills will be premiering on Peacock the same day as in theaters, and from what I can tell, there will be no additional cost beyond I think it's a four ninety nine monthly subscription fee,
0: so you're basically gonna pay four ninety nine get it for a month, and, and then yeah, and that's it. gonna cost less than going to the movies anyways, right, so and they're probably hoping that at least a couple of people will keep it for a little while or forget to cancel it it's that's
1: yeah, that's what ends that's, up happening, yeah. And then because no one even looks at credit card statements anymore.
0: <laughs> we don't have
1: time. Yeah. We, it's like do you look and you're like, oh, $499, as long as it's not $499, it's like yeah. I'm not gonna nickel and dime the $499. Right. As as
0: nobody's <laughs> buying TVs off my credit card.
1: <laughs> right. So that's that's the plan. But I like that they're they're doing this because I know we're we're going to talk about this later and there's a lot of debate as to whether theaters are back or aren't they, right. but there are a lot of people who myself and you included, who are not comfortable sitting in a theater mm-hmm. and uh, watching a movie and would be willing to pay for it, it in some way, shape or form and watch it in the comfort of our own homes. And I like, I like that the, at that peacock is saying, Here's an opportunity. You can watch it. Even if I have to pay 20 bucks for it, I will uh-huh. o- only because I'll watch it with other
0: people. Right, right. And that's the thing, too. I would have loved to have done that with Shang-Chi. Again, we'll get into that later. Yeah, we're going to get into that. But yeah, I mean, I think that this is a clever and I think a, a good way to market your streaming service that isn't doing very well. You know, you drop a good movie. Well, who knows if it's going to be a good movie. But you drop wondered a if you drop something that you, you drop know what movie. you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. Yeah. Also,
1: they were at the Venice Film Festival promoting this. And I was like, what is going on here?
0: Out of your element. Back down.
1: I was like, what's Jamie Lee Curtis doing there? And then I was like, wait, why is Halloween Kills on this?
0: They just wanted to go to Venice, apparently. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Like, why is it on this slate of the feature films? And the thing that I, I did read that made me laugh is, like, some of the reviewers took it very seriously.
0: Oh no, that's your first mistake.
1: Right. Like they were just like, Oh, the amount of this and character development, that and it's like, okay, it's a guy running around in a mass killing people. That's not it's not high art here, yeah. people.
0: Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> like that's you know crazy. what you're gonna get. There's been yeah. I don't even know, ten of them. I'd have to count yeah, seriously. There there's about as many as there are iPhones at this point. It's so true. That's so. so. All right. Well, so so we'll have Peacock for a month and I'm sure I'll get it by proxy.
1: It's and, true. Um,
0: and I can either watch Halloween or I can let you handle that one and I'll see what else is on Peacock floating around. And maybe this one will work as opposed to Paramount Plus, which literally refused to work for me, no matter how yes. much I wanted to watch Picard. I am still salty about that.
1: Fingers crossed because. Real friends give other friends their streaming services (laughs) passwords. Amen. (laughs) So, what I mean, I think we have to, if we can get it in time for the Halloween show,
0: right? Right, right. I think it would be a
1: good, good addition. So, Mm -hmm. Peacock, if you could drop it like early for our purposes, we'd really appreciate it because they're listening, they're not. Yes, but they're they're, listening. We're just saying, hey, just release it like before. Don't release it on Halloween. I didn't even know the release date
0: of of it, but go ahead and look it up. Yeah, I'll cover for you for three seconds. All
1: right, let me look. Let me let me look this up right here.
0: So our third little three, while Alin looks this up. This is yeah. This is a another Alin story. Yeah, yeah. This is all you today, but don't worry. I'm gonna pick it up towards the end. I've got I got a lot of stuff. I'm in the end three. That's that's my three today. Yeah, I'm 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 at the beginning Yeah, yeah. It's okay. So it's all gonna even out in the end, but. um we're also going to talk about a show that I can I I I I have never seen an episode of this. You've I'm, never so- seen I'm sorry. You never, I've, I've, no, wow. never seen? Sorry. Never seen. No. Wow. Not a single one. I'm sorry. But oh, I, I watched the first season. Oh really? The novelty of it all? I I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure. I I do some reality stuff, but it's usually just involving baking. That's my That's niche. That's true. It's true. Speaking of which, there's new episodes of Nailed It out. I
1: have to watch the new episodes of Nailed It. But
0: it's anyway, something. I don't want to get too far off track. No, okay. So, but, he- uh, Halloween Did you get Kills, it?
1: Yeah, Halloween Kills is coming out October 15th. Okay, that's time. So that's time. Okay. We can maybe. Do that. Yeah, we can And do that. and the reality show that Jamie and I are talking about is Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> they are having their 30th 30th season and I'm not, Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Yeah, wait.
1: Back up the truck. It is not, I don't know how, like, reality shows count seasons differently
0: than you and I would count a television season. But explain how. This, so you're telling me this show hasn't been on for 30 years. No,
1: it's been on. Uh, I want to say they do, like, a spring and summer. I mean, it's still been on. So they for, do two
0: seasons a year? It's been on a decent amount of time. Oh, my gosh. Thirtieth season? Has everyone in the world danced yet? I mean, because I don't know how many celebrities there are that are willing to go on this thing, but thirty seasons seems like all the celebrities.
1: And and that's that's the issue, but I I am going to watch it because I'm invested in one person. I have I have a confession to make, you don't even know this, but um I don't have their bike, but I do use the Peloton app and I am obsessed with several Peloton trainers, and Cody Rigsby is going to be on Dancing with the Stars, and he is my favorite instructor on Peloton.
0: Well, I'm too lazy and out of shape to know about these, <laughs> but I'm going to trust you that he's probably some buff, good-looking, charismatic dude, and uh, I'm, just obsessed. Gonna, I'm just going to let obs- you go with it.
1: He's obsessed with Britney Spears.
0: Oh.
1: Um. He does a lot if he's of. He's more- obsessed
0: with lit Britney Spears. He might not play in your court, Alain. He
1: doesn't play in my court, but I oh. did have a dream that we were married and he had Beyonce perform at my 40th birthday party. Wow. So I'm That's all set with that. oddly
0: specific. It's
1: very oddly specific. Um, but Cody is just one of my favorite instructors. He always has good music, mm-hmm. he always has a good personality. His sound bites that he has, they keep you so you're not thinking about how much pain, physical pain he's putting you in. Oh, God. Um, And his motivational quote is, if Britney Spears can get through 2007, you can get through the next 30 seconds. Well, fair enough. It's fair. But I was very excited to see that he's going to be on the show. I think people should watch out for him because he was a backup
0: dancer. So basically, you're going to watch until if he gets knocked out and then you'll be done. But if he he goes the whole distance, you'll watch the whole thing kind of a thing. Exactly. But do you have any thoughts on the rest of the cast or is it just this one?
1: I was looking at, and it's such a strange thing. And I remember when Dancing with the Stars first came out, there were a lot of, and I'm not trashing anyone, bigger names that did it like more mm-hmm. household names almost that people could recognize and the list of people who are doing it are very niche like uh, like I, I probably
0: ha- wouldn't know any of them would be my guess
1: you might know there's like one person that you would recognize just cuz she's been she was on the office and she's been on a bunch of other like sort of shows but you wouldn't know her name you would okay. recognize her face
0: yeah fair enough
1: um hmm. and one of my Favorite quotes about Dancing with the Stars is, I guess Cher was asked to do like the first or second season. Like this is how long it's been on, and she was like, "I'm not going to do Dancing with the Stars. I have an Oscar." Like that was
0: her response. That's so perfect. <laughs> like, and but you're like, sort of you're sort of proving my point that like all right. the celebrities have done it, and now they just need to stop. They and so. For anyone, I mean, you wait. Next year, they'll have, like, Instagram models and YouTube people. They are. Right? Okay, so one of the YouTube people... Oh, which, there are YouTube people. Oh, oh there are YouTube people.
1: Um, Never mind. <laughs> she is famous for her parents going to jail for bribing people at Stanford. Olivia Jade, also known as Aunt Becky's daughter, from Full House. Are you kidding me? At
0: this yes. point, you're just rewarding uh, criminals. I mean, what, what are you even doing? So that is. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: literally what she's known for. She's a. I don't even know what special skills she has. I just know she's on YouTube, and Instagram. Do YouTube
0: people have special skills? No, I don't think they do. Is it like makeup? What is it? I don't. I don't know. What she, they, yep. they can open boxes. Yeah. I have I have
1: no idea what they what what her I, I I have a feeling and this is she might get voted off very early because that'd be nice.
0: People are gonna be like, no. Nobody'd I mean, like to hope, but do you know people? Have you met people? I know it's true, but people don't like entitled people. That is very true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. So if she comes across as like my mommy broke the law and got me this job, then. Yeah, you're yeah. right.
1: So the the other people that are on the show, um, I know you don't watch Cobra Kai, but he was the evil sensei in all of the Karate Kid video, of videos, movies. Um, the evil Cole. sensei. Evil sensei, like Mr. I love Miyagi. that. That should be
0: my title at work. Evil sensei.
1: Evil, evil sensei, because Mr. Miyagi used karate powers for good. Oh, of course. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: But not this guy. Uh huh. So he, he's on the show. Um, there's some there's always like actual athletes. There's like basketball players. There's a pro wrestler. I
0: like, I like that because that's that's like something where, you know, you're kind of taking someone out of their element, but who has a lot of athletic prowess and could in theory be a dancer and like teaching them some skills. So I, I'm it's cool. True. With that. So
1: I mean, I, and from what I remember, when I watched like the first season, athletes do very well mm-hmm. at this. Their, their body does not get as drained as someone who's never... Makes sense. There's a, there's some Real Housewives people. I've never seen them before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know who that person is. I don't know who that person is. They're just mm-hmm.
0: same names.
1: Yeah. Um, there's always someone from The Bachelor or Bachelorette who competes because oh. I... Well, it's ABC. They're owned by oh, Disney. Oh, it's a cross
0: promotion. Yes. So yeah. it's
1: like... Yeah. Look, you're on our reality show, so we own you. So when we tell you that we need you somewhere, you come. Oh, boy. Um, One that makes me really sad is Brian Austin Green from Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, doing... you think
0: this is like an I need a paycheck thing? Yeah.
1: Oof. I think he needs a paycheck. I th- think he's going through
0: a very
1: contentious divorce with Megan Fox.
0: Whoa, what was the age difference on oh, that? The big age
1: difference. I want to say like 14 or 15 years. Wow. Okay. And I think they, they have three kids together. So the ones to watch out for, besides Cody, um, Mel C. from the Spice Girls. I mean, oh, she's got oh, a yeah. whole.
0: This is a name I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, she she's, has a whole background in doing dancing. Yeah, for sure. Uh Melora Harden, she's the one from The Office. She played Jan on The Office. And there's a, an Olympic gymnast who's doing it. Oh. One person. Dance. Yeah. The one person you're going to, to recognize is, and I don't understand this at all, that Jojo Siwa person? Uh, she was on, like, Dance Moms. And she no. has, she has like, she's not a Disney star, but she wears like the big bows in her hair. She's a singer. I got nothing. Yeah. I, I don't. So the, the big issue with Jojo Siwa, uh, I knew nothing about her, but then she came out as gay. And now she's going to be in the first same sex dancing duo.
0: Oh. So, okay, well that's cool, unless you think cool. that they're doing it like you know for ratings or something. I mean, is this like a is this like a stunt or are they actually gonna be okay?
1: I, I'm not sure. Like it's gonna be interesting to see how people respond. I know that with her coming out, and this is like for me reading Entertainment Weekly and, and BuzzFeed and whatnot, I'm always like, I don't understand what's going on. She's a YouTuber, she's mm-hmm. one of those YouTube uh people. But she has actual talent because she sings, she dances, she produces albums and, um, you know, she's got a, a large following like little mm-hmm. kids love Jojo Siwa. Interesting. OK, well, I'm going
0: to I'm going gonna, gonna to be hopeful that it's going to be a positive thing. Like it's a positive representational thing.
1: So that's what I mean. I mean, obviously. Cody, is the number one, I think America is going to fall in love with him. Mm. And get some mean, pelotons, yeah, if you <laughs> want to, I mean, t- like I said, I don't even have the peloton bike. I bought another bike, which was like significantly less,
0: yeah, money because all bikes are significantly less. Right. that's not very
1: hard <laughs> yeah and, and, and it's great. It's a great bike. It has like a little holder for my phone or tablet, whatever I choose to use. Uh-huh. And the actual peloton app is twelve ninety nine a month,
0: okay. Less than Netflix.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. So I'm just saying, America, keep your eyes
0: on Cody Rigsby. Okay. Well, let's move into the big three, shall we? All right. So we're going to play a little game with our first big three. This is um, Marvel's What If? And as of right now, we've got six episodes that have been released, and you and I have seen all six of them. So to keep with our theme, I'm going to remind you of all six episodes – Okay. And, um, I'd like you to pick a top three and a bottom three. um, but I'm gonna throw you a curveball because I don't know if you know this, but starting probably with the next what if or very quickly coming up, a lot of these actually have sequels, oh, including some that you might not think would have a sequel, like the oh. first one. Oh, really? Yeah, so, as far as I can tell almost all of them might have a sequel. Um, and in fact, I, I watched the trailer, the mid-season trailer, to see if I could suss out what was going on. And I couldn't tell if all of them had a sequel, but I I could definitely tell that many of them had a sequel. So um, I, I don't know if that's going to change your top three or bottom three at all, but I figured I would throw that out there as a curve, is that um, the second half of the what-if season – should include sequels to many of the first half's episodes.
1: That See, I am looking at What If on mm-hmm.
0: IMDb. Right, me too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's very confusing because it shows 18 episodes.
0: Yeah, I don't know that IMDb knows what's happening here because what we do know is there's already been a season two that's been greenlit. But as far that's as right. we can tell, the sequel episodes are in season one. So I don't think your sequels are pushed to season two. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. I think they're the second half of season one. And I'm not entirely sure that they have the episode count right. Because they only have nine episodes for season one.
1: Right. Because when I saw 18 episodes, I was like, oh, and then I saw the number two appear recently. And so I'm like, okay, when is this coming out? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't see any potential release date for season two uh, either on here. And I haven't come across one in anything else in OK, so it does look like there's only nine episodes in season one. So we assume that maybe three of the remaining episode, all three of the remaining episodes will be sequels. That's my assumption, Okay, maybe, but I don't know. So, okay. Unless they are gonna push them to season two. That'd be interesting. It would be
1: interesting to see. Hmm. Oh, I'm I'm looking at like what people rated it and I'm like oh. Yeah, I yeah, like- no, they
0: got these little ratings on here. But um, okay, so off number one was uh your Captain Carter episode. Um, top three or bottom three? What do you think, Elena? That's that's a bottom three for me. Yeah, it is for me, too. And I'll tell you why and see if you agree with me. Okay. For me, there were two main reasons why I didn't really like this one. First, I thought the plot was way too similar to the original Captain America. So it just mm-hmm. looked like a gender swap. And two, the whole point was that Captain Carter was supposed to be this, like, you know, big, important hero. But then they couldn't get rid of Steve. Like, they still basically made him Iron Man. And I felt like that took away from her being the the hero.
1: Does that make sense? No, it makes sense because I think as we've come to see in in other episodes, there are consequences when there are characters do not follow their quote-unquote destiny that we've seen in films. Yeah. But with this, it was like, oh, no, they're both just going to still be superheroes and help and they're still going to be separated and never get to live happily ever after.
0: Right. And the plot line was basically the same and they still got to fight in the war and the war still basically ended the same way. I mean, it was it was it it did kind of just look like a gender swap for me. And and I know that this is one of the episodes that gets a sequel. So I'm I'm actually oh. kind of hoping that this will improve upon it. But um well, we'll see, because right now I wasn't crazy about it. And in fact, we when we watched that first episode, I didn't want to watch any more what ifs. My husband kind of had to drag me into the second one, and I'm glad he did because they do get better. But that one was, for me, so boring that it almost turned me off of the whole show.
1: And it also, for me, it took a little bit to get used to the animation style. Yeah, it's a little bit jarring. Right. I mean... In the faces,
0: I think, is what it is.
1: Yeah, it's a distinctive look. I can Mm -hmm. obviously say, oh, this is Marvel. But, yeah, there's just something like that uncanny valley thing where it looks a little bit too human. I don't know. It it looks human and it doesn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Episode two... T'Challa becomes Star-Lord. Top three or bottom three? That's a top three
1: for yeah, me. Yeah, me too. In
0: fact, I think this is my favorite one.
1: So far for me, yeah, it's my it's my favorite one. And I'm looking because one of the ones I didn't like has, like, the highest rating, but okay. um, I thought this was a lot of fun. I think it was nice to see uh, T'Challa. It's essentially, like... He's still the same person. He has mm-hmm. the same values, the same um, way of thinking, but you're putting him in a completely different role yeah. where he gets to have a little bit more fun with it and be surrounded by characters who are quote unquote villains, but Plus really he, aren't his
0: influence spreads out farther. And you yes. see how, how that affects like the entire universe, which is so interesting. Like, Um, Nebula is still mostly put together because her father, her adopted father, quote unquote, never pulled her apart and gave her robot parts to make her better. Gamora isn't even there because Thanos never invaded her world. You know, like it's right. You see his influence spread out in a really interesting way. Um, and I thought it was interesting how the collector filled the power vacuum of Thanos. Like that was that was neat. Like, I, I think that they they took they took all that and, and they expanded it in what felt to me like a natural way. Um, plus, it was really nice to be able to hear Chadwick Boseman. I know that, you know,
1: his the distinctive touch that he put on Black Panther. Yeah. And I think it had some good callbacks to, you know, all of the movies. But it really, for me, this is what what if, if you're going to call a show, what if this is how it should be where Mm -hmm. you're seeing like, okay, if you pull this lever, you pull that lever, it's going to be a little bit different. And it just shows like, sorry, Star Wars, not cool. Like, no, no,
0: yeah, it was so funny. Like it really showed that he was just kind of this nerdy kind of dude that, you know, was, work in fast food and didn't really have any special abilities or skills. And and here's the thing,
1: like, look what happened. There was all kinds of harmony. I mean, we're eventually, I wonder, is this one of them that are going to get the sequels?
0: Maybe, because uh, they do kind of have a cliffhanger at the end where Ego shows up and starts to end the world. But yeah, could be.
1: And I just want to say I'm surprised when there are certain people who I wouldn't think would do voices are doing voices and kurt russell's one of them that just i was like oh kurt russell's doing his own voice and like we found
0: chris evans is like no (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. we found that you had to look away at the beginning because if you watched the opening credits it was almost a spoiler because you was you'd see the names of the people who were doing voices and you'd be like Oh, that person's in this because you knew exactly who it was. And so we actually started after this episode, we started to not watch the opening scroll.
1: That makes sense because when I saw Benicio del Toro, I was like, the collector's in this? Like, right? it was like just a spoiler.
0: It yeah. Is. And then you're, you're waiting Thanos. for that person to show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. So third episode, Um, this was your sort of murder mystery one. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Um, This was a top three for me. What do you think? It was also a top three for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was interesting how they turned. They they did a lot with the Van Dyne family in the series. Like she comes back, the the family comes back in the zombies one. But um, I thought this was an interesting take on the Van Dyne's And how Hope's death could have a ripple effect. Um, So, yeah, I like this one. I like the sort of murder mystery element to it because you're left thinking, who's smart enough to take all these people down, you know, and you're you're wondering who it is. And then once
1: again, now that you're saying it with the spoilers, you're like, where's Michael Douglas? Like you're waiting. You're like, Hank, Pam's involved in this somehow.
0: Yeah, and this one I was really glad we didn't watch the opening scroll. Because See, we I know. saw, yeah, mm-hmm. I saw the opening scroll
1: and you're kind of like checking off in your head. It's like, okay, yep, yep, there's uh, there's Clark Gregg as Agent Coulson, can you mm-hmm. hear him? You know that Frank Grillo's there, so Crossbones is going to be there or pre-Crossbones. Mm-hmm. So I kept waiting for Michael Douglas to show up and there he was. So I yep. knew that, you know, Hank Pym was somehow connected to this episode. But it is. I like the the ripple effect mm-hmm. of what happens. And I'm not so and I was talking to my friend Mike about this. I'm enjoying the the shows. I'm not sure the Purpose of these shows.
0: Oh, I think they're meant to tie into the multiverse. Okay,
1: that's so if that's what they're doing, that's okay. But it's for me, it's like watching fan fiction, which is fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and even if they don't tie into the multiverse, then I mean, it's fine, whatever. It's a little side thing, it's a side project. But I think they are kind of meant to tie in. Okay,
1: because I'm just distrustful of Mm. I'm kind of like, we don't have fun, like, Marvel's not fun. Even if you have a fun movie, there's something in it in the post-credit scene or something that just brings you back. Yeah, it like completely (laughs) deflates and it brings you back to like, oh yeah, everyone's dead. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep, yep, yep. So that's why I was like a little apprehensive about it, but it was an interesting and it also, for me, it solidified the timeline of the movies. Oh. Because like Thor, you see when Thor arrives, you see um tony stark and you're like okay here we are we're in thor the original that takes place right after that like so yeah yeah mm-hmm. they just kind of threw him at you they but
0: did that the best in the zombies one hold on let's yes. get there um okay so um we're, we're three for three on agreeing right now and i kind of think we're gonna agree on the next one too um, we haven't so,
1: talked about this for yeah. our, four, our four listeners we we just no we, we didn't no we literally just say did you watch what if this week yeah
0: <laughs> okay, let's do it. Yeah. Um. So uh, episode four was the Doctor Strange episode. And this is the one that has the highest rating on IMDb. Yes. And I didn't like this one. <gasps> me either. Yeah, it was way. I'll give you two reasons. I'll tell you. You can agree with me or not. First of all, it was way too dark for me. It went. Mm. It went in places that made me uncomfortable. And then the second reason I didn't like it is I feel like they turned his girlfriend, oh, God, I can't remember her name at this moment. Christine. 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 I feel like they turned her into almost like a caricature. She didn't come across as a real person. She came across as some idol, some mm-hmm. perfect, almost statue. I wasn't a fan of that. Um, And it just, I don't know. I wasn't crazy about this one. And you didn't like it either? No, I, I really didn't like it. And for me, I like... Okay, I shouldn't say.
1: Benedict Cumberbatch is an amazing actor.
0: I named my cat after him.
1: I know you didn't I love that. But Doctor Strange isn't my favorite Avenger person.
0: Okay. Sure. That's so, fine. I love know, Doctor Strange, but I get it.
1: You no, know, he's and like the movie visually was really great. I like I liked it. The, I liked the movie. I thought it had a like amazing action sequences. He's just not my favorite. Um, so watching it, I'm like, okay. Oh, because
0: it was all focused on him. So yeah, you it was a hundred percent
1: focused on him. There really wasn't, if I'm remembering correctly, there really wasn't any crossover. No. Um, with any other individuals just like
0: you know things from his movie Wong and uh the ancient one stuff like that. yeah (laughs) and like
1: Tilda Swinton gave her voice I'm just like this is so weird the people Mm -hmm. like Robert Downey Jr. will not do it or chooses not to obviously Scarlett Johansson didn't do her own voice Chris Evans didn't do his own voice
0: we haven't heard Thor speak so I don't know if we did I believe was it yeah, I think so. In the th- uh, third one, okay, but it was it was real fast because I so I'm not sure
1: because we know that we know obviously Tom Hiddleston did it because he has his own television show. Mm-hmm. Um, we know obviously. Uh Jeremy Renner did it for Hawkeye, which I haven't watched the Hawkeye trailer yet. Me neither, it,
0: but it, I, I never do. So that's you no never
1: surprise. do. It's kind of just slipped through for me. That's the yeah. other thing. And um, the Matrix trailer I have to watch. I've fallen back on so many things. The work is really interfering with my ability to watch trailers. Amen. Um but yeah, I it was it was a very, very dark show in that. It was either this or that. Like Mm
0: -hmm. it's it's the end of the world. And and just horribly. Like horribly. Worse than zombies in my mind.
1: No, and it was, and it's like, oh, okay, so that was the only
0: path (laughs) that he could take. That's disappointing. I also felt it was weird that her dying was some kind of weird sticking point in time when she didn't actually die in our timeline. No, and... That was weird.
1: And I think I liked her, obviously, in the movie better, because... I'm sorry, Marvel, but you really don't, like, write fully formed women, and it's okay. uh, Yeah, I mean... And Rachel McAdams did with it what she could. Um, Yeah, she did a good job. She did a good job, but you didn't... Like, you knew that they dated at some point, but you could see why she didn't want to be with him. Mm-hmm. And with this, it just made her seem like, Oh, I'm, I love you. You complete me. It doesn't matter that I'm a doctor on my own. Right. And yeah. you know, I have all of these things and it was, yeah. it, it was, was just my an big odd,
0: complaint too.
1: It's an odd, odd episode. Um, and I do like uh, my friend Mike was like, that's the best episode. And I was like, no, I'm like, the best episode was, if T'Challa became Star-Lord, he's like, yeah. no, like we just went back and
0: forth. <laughs> like... Well, let's get to the second best episode. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Which is five. What if zombies? zombies. I love this one. I um, did it too. was super dark, but there was that kernel of hope that I don't think you got in Doctor Strange because you knew where that was going. Oh, And yeah. this one, you had some hope, you had some lightheartedness, you know, you had some Spider-Man. And um I also loved the art of seeing all the zombie Avengers. I'm not sure why, but that just tickled me. And um this is one of the ones that's gonna get the sequel. I'm I, yeah yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be.
1: And I know um that there was a series of zombie Avengers. Yes.
0: And I guess this didn't follow that uh storyline at all. But Ooh. um, but I still liked it. I still enjoyed it. I thought it was really sad. But at the same time, I keep thinking that there's this hope because they keep saying, you know, what if we take the crystal to Wakanda and send out the signal? We can we can cure everybody. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's cure everybody. But like seeing Scarlet Witch Zombie was just so amazing. I was like, oh, my God. I will tell you, <laughs> my brother
1: in law said Scarlet Witch is so powerful. How did a zombie even get close to her? And I said, stop thinking about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a what if about zombies. Just stop.
1: And the thing that I loved, um, this was so, this was based on Robert Kirkman, who's the Walking Dead guy. Mm -hmm. So he did that whole thing. And for those of you who know and love Okoye, she also the actress. Danae Guerrera, she mm-hmm. is Michonne. So oh, it right, was right, right. so much fun. Yeah, to she see had a the zombie two. crossover. Yes, to see the because Michonne is my favorite character on The Walking Dead. Her and her machete, she doesn't need anyone, she's just amazing. And to see like that little bit, I was like, oh, this is great.
0: So I also zombies. love the
1: appearance by um. The guy, well, the guy from um, Ant-Man. The Man. Baba
0: Yaga guy? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We said that, too. We were like, hey, it's this guy again.
1: <laughs> right, and he really he really did his best.
0: Yeah, he to, did. It was to... it was fine. It was cute.
1: It was. I really liked it. I thought, like like you said, I'd like to see that the Avengers still had their powers. Yeah, and... that was
0: interesting. I mean, I would like to see a full-fetched zombie movie like that, where there is... And it doesn't have to be Marvel-based, but like, you know some sort of um, some sort of zombie movie where a bunch of the zombies are super powered because they were heroes or because of whatever reason and they're flying around or whatever it is. I think that would be a really interesting zombie movie. And
1: I liked how they made it. So it did kind of connect. It's like, Oh yeah. What if that happened and they came through and then Ant-Man can get so small that he can just like eat a bunch of people in two
0: seconds. Mm-hmm. So And then he I, was a head in a jar like Futurama. <laughs> it was fun. And I think
1: the thing about it that I also liked is you got a little bit more screen time from people who have always kind of been background players and Oh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean like Happy, is
1: that- Yeah, like ha- like because he's not really a background player because he's in every movie and you know Happy, but to see him kind of get his own spotlight and he's Mm -hmm. not necessarily following around uh iron man and there's no pepper pots there Mm -hmm. and um you know hope van dyne seeing her a little bit because you know she does get a little bit of a short shrift in the films Mm -hmm. um
0: so it was just so much in ant-man 2 though
1: no she was great i just wish they would develop her a little more
0: yeah this is a common refrain.
1: Yeah, and I didn't even realize we were going to keep going in this direction. But it's like, oh, I want to, my dad made this and I got to help him find my mom. Like, no, that's not a way to develop a character. Like, she's yeah. obviously a very intelligent individual. Right.
0: All right. Last one. And I we're five for five right now. So we must agree that yes, we the must Killmonger agree. one is... This this one I like I, this one I disliked a lot. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure if I dislike it more than Captain Carter now that I'm thinking about it. But I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, this was that, bad. And 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 part of it was just really cringy to like it was uncomfortable to like see. And I mean, maybe this is just me like to see that this character, no matter what situation you put him in, is this unredeemable. Right, Like, how can you have someone be this evil across all universes?
1: (laughs) Right, because originally you watch in in Black Panther and you see there's some sort of sympathy for him, however fleeting it may be, um, because of the circumstances of how he grew up. And he didn't have all of the opportunities that T'Challa did. And it would have been different had he had grown up in Wakanda. But even without that element... He's just scheming and he's killing beloved characters. Yeah.
0: He's and a... it was really uncomfortable to watch T'Challa die. Like that was really not, like that was, that was painful. And I mean, let's be real here. They redeemed Thanos in episode two, but you're yes. not, you can't do anything with Killmonger. I mean.
1: Because that's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, oh, so Killmonger is going to get this opportunity and maybe he becomes like the Black Panther.
0: I kind of thought he was going to become War Machine when they first started it. That makes sense. But then, no. And I did just uh,
1: to acknowledge this. I read in an article, as we recall, Don Cheadle was not playing War Machine at this point in the timeline. It was still Terrence Howard. So this is his first time playing War Machine in the Iron Man universe during that time period. Interesting. So just a little shout out, little trivia.
0: But yeah, I wasn't crazy about
1: this one. No, I wasn't. He was just completely evil for no reason. He was a, he was a mercenary and there's only so many mercenaries that you can have, you know, Deadpool's a mercenary, but he's still, he's still fun and he tries to do the right thing.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't know. He, he, I felt like he was given a real good opportunity and just, I don't know, schemed his way through it in a way that was uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I didn't love it. And no, the, this is going back to like the voices. You don't pick up on the fact that it's not Robert Downey Jr. Because he's only had a few lines here and there. But with this episode where it was heavily on Tony Stark, the difference in the voices was, was a little bit jarring for me yeah i would like, agree
0: with you that was very clearly not tony stark yes. like it was very clearly not robert downey jr and i mean i get it if he's not gonna do it you're gonna exactly do the best i get it can, but um it was almost like a clipped or a little bit high-pitched or something and it was a little bit distracting
1: i that yeah that's and that kind of took me out of it
0: Mm-hmm. and I can see that
1: yeah i mean and Michael V. Jordan, he did the best that he could. I think Killmonger is one of the most interesting villains in a human-based villain, I guess you could say.
0: Maybe that's why we weren't into it, is because he was so interesting in Black Panther, and then in mm. this, he was very one-note and just evil after evil after evil.
1: It's true. That I think that might be it, because mm. his performance was so good. He was very nuanced. He made you like him. Mm-hmm. and
0: before or at least he feel re- sympathy.
1: Right. And then with this, it's just like, nope, I'm going to take this. I'm going to pillage and plunder because society. Like, Right. I can't believe we matched up on everything. We didn't even know. fight.
0: Super weird. All right. Well, wow. maybe we can fight over Lucifer. i don't i think i think we kind of had the same similar okay okay well 93 episodes in lucifer finally comes to an end and i will do a very very clear spoiler warning on this one because mainly let's be honest here to talk about lucifer season six a lot of it was very procedural and non-consequential. And Mm -hmm. in order to really discuss the ending of the series, you kind of are just picking bits and pieces from episodes one through nine and then episode 10. So we can't really discuss much if we don't talk about the ending. So fair warning, go watch Lucifer and that's probably enough time. And here we go. So, all right. So, um, Lucifer. Okay, so basically, this was a time loop season. The whole thing was based on this time loop of Lucifer and Chloe's daughter from the future coming don't back. Don't question in it. Time. Don't
1: don't question it. Yeah, yeah,
0: using her angel half angel powers to come back in time and try to basically kill Lucifer or be super mad and teenage at him. Mm-hmm. Very angsty. Oh my god, it made me nuts. Anyway. Um, but that might be because I'm a teacher and I just deal with it all day. Sorry, kiddos. <laughs> you're very angsty. Um, so uh knowing my kiddos, they're like, yes, yes, we know. But um, <laughs> but she comes back and she says, You abandoned me. You abandoned me in the future, and you're you or you abandoned me my whole life, basically. Yes, yes she doesn't and, know them. And Lucifer is she, he she he doesn't believe her because Lucifer was abandoned by his own father. And would never do that to his own kid. So now we have the mystery of why did Lucifer abandon his child? Why did Chloe have to raise her by herself? Why did Chloe refuse to tell the daughter what happened to Lucifer? And it takes 10 episodes for them to really get there. And they drop very minor bits and pieces until really episode 9 where it starts to pick up. And then 10 is where it all wraps up. But there's just it, they, this show was determined to be a procedural mm-hmm. for 8 of these not 8 of these 10 episodes with very little story beats here and there, you know, you you had some you had a lot of side quests if you will. Um and mostly involving Eve and Mays, who I absolutely freaking love. They uh, need a spin-off. Oh my god, they're the best ever. And their wedding was just amazing. Like the, I can't repeat the vows because we're a family-friendly <laughs> show, <but. laughs>
1: and it is on Netflix, so there is, uh, you know, yeah, there's some the, stuff. The earlier seasons on Fox don't, aren't really controlled by, uh, sta- they're controlled
0: by standards and practices. These seasons are not. No, um, but I loved Maze's wedding gown. Um, I loved, I loved their wedding altogether. I loved that Adam was a bro. That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> And then I really thought that they cleaned up pretty much all of their side storylines. I like Dan's arc of breaking his hell loop. I mean, yes. what did you think about that?
1: I liked Dan I, I also liked it. I kind of Dan was like this goofball. Yeah. And I thought it played very well to against Lucifer mm-hmm. because Dan was this sloppy kind of normal guy. Not the brightest star mm-hmm. in the universe, but, you know, he he overcame a lot. I You know, the first season with Dan, we were not supposed to like him. He was no. a dirty he, he was a dirty cop. Um, but then once they started showing him around Trixie and, you know, even though he and Chloe were divorced, he was still very nice to her. I mean, there wasn't that sort of like anger or sort of intense feelings that you would have if you worked with, the, you know, someone you got a divorce with.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's just
1: kind of this lovable schlub that grew on you. And obviously, spoiler, he was murdered last year. Um, mm-hmm. But he came back. And here's, the, here's one of the things that bothered me. And this was going back to, like, episodes 9 and 10 being it, being a big deal. We're supposed to believe that this guy, when he breaks out of prison, Dan's killer, like, we're supposed to think he's this big bad. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's that guy who was in one episode last season.
0: (laughs) I didn't even remember him until they did the flashback. I was like, oh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because, and then it's like, oh, we must stop him. And I'm just like, who's that? Who's that guy? It's like, oh, yeah, 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 that guy, that that guy. guy. Right, right, right. So I um, understand why they did it, because obviously, any any procedural, I guess, or just any television show in general, children only exist so they can be
0: kidnapped. I uh, guess. <laughs> in Trixie's case, they don't exist at all, because she kind of dropped out of the whole thing. Did. Like, this was the one thing that really bothered me, was that she wasn't in the last episode at all. And this is major, major spoilers here, yeah. but it ends with Chloe's death. In the future.
1: Yeah, I was going to say in the far future. In the far far future.
0: future. And you have um, Rory at her bedside, but not Trixie. And it made no sense to me at all. Um, Especially since at that point, Trixie would have been like in her 30s. So they could have easily just cast some random person with dark hair and put a braid in it. So we knew it was Trixie and Ben. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense that Trixie wouldn't have been at her mom's side at her death. Well,
1: and that's kind of that kind of bothered me in the sense that the first couple seasons I really liked Trixie, like her interplay with with Lucifer was and adorable. Maze. Yes. And she gave and we didn't talk about it the last time cuz we didn't um I mean I kind of gave it away Dan's death. She gave an
0: amazing little monologue in the hospital when Dan died. And you know what? She did it again when Dan came back to see her in the body of the serial killer and like was able to talk to her. And she helped him break out of his guilt. And you realize the guilt was that he thought he was a bad role model for her. And she did a really good job with that. The little actress playing her, you know, teared up and everything. So, um, yeah, it's really disappointing that they wouldn't have given her more to do in in this this final season.
1: And I mean, that was just like one of my problems. (laughs) One of many, one of many. I mean, like you said, it was frustrating to me. And this is kind of, and I mentioned this to you. They, they got a renewed life. This show was canceled. Fox said, no, thank you. Netflix rescued it, gave it a renewed life. An additional, I believe at this point, it's had the same number of seasons on Netflix as it did on Fox. Mm. And there was no sort of planning done. And that's my concern with Manifest. Oh. Is it seems like they were like, oh, like they were kind of winging it. No, no, no pun intended.
0: Um, wow. Right. Yeah. Um, But I mean. I guess that they got there in the end. A lot of what they did at the end, I actually really agreed with. I really thought it made sense that Lucifer went back to hell in order to try and redeem people. Uh, as Dr. Linda Martin, basically. Like, he became Dr. Right. Doctor Linda. And I thought that that was actually kind of clever. He even had her office, like, recreated in hell. I I think it made way more sense that Amenadiel became God that was a way better choice.
1: Well, and that's like deal becomes a, a police officer. Okay. Um uh, Dr. Linda Martin, I lo- I thought she was great on the show and she only existed in this season to write a book
0: right. that
1: became an episode of the of like the not not hallucinations, but essentially this kind of Yeah, the yeah. flashback like the characters recreating right. their banter. So, I mean, that's what kind of annoyed me because you have these really fully formed characters. I mean, you have the whole thing with Dr. Linda finding out that she had a daughter
0: and. You think this, they sort of wrote them off a little bit?
1: I think so. That's what bothered me. Like they really kind of wrote off a lot of the the characters that we were invested in and. Although ca-
0: I really liked the little scene with Dr. Linda and Charlie and it was Charlie's birthday and Amenadiel comes down from heaven to be with them on the birthday and the wings sprout out. And his he's all face.
1: like, yes. And then his, she's like, no, <laughs> yes, his, the, the actor who played Amenadiel, his face. I was like, ah, yeah, I mean, I so I like, I like how it ended, but I just felt like with, the time that they had to do this. It, it could felt have done better. Yeah, it felt very meandering. Like the I'm thinking I'm going to sit down. I'm watching the final season of Lucifer. And then I'm like, oh, oh, OK. It's like gonna
0: we're, be tight. It's going to be snappy. But instead, mm-hmm. it was a lot of. Oh, I can't go to heaven yet. Oh, I can't go to heaven yet. Oh, my wings aren't working, you know. Like right, like we have to yeah. solve one more crime before right. we go.
1: And it's like, oh, okay, we're just going to continue to solve crimes. Like, we're not, you know, like we didn't just have a giant fight over who was going to become God
0: in right. the finale yeah. of, of that. that. that yeah, because people died over that, you know, like that war. Right. And- they even a brought it up, you know, like that that other people had died for Lucifer to become God and then it was like, well, nope, I don't think I will now. You know, like yeah. So that like that was
1: kind of I was like mm-hmm. mm, I'm not loving that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ultimately you know, they kind of tied everything together in the best way that they could, but it it felt rushed because they were just doing what they wanted to do for 8 episodes. Mm-hmm. and then they kind of um, you know, rushed the last two two episodes, put a lot in. I mean, it was nice to see Charlotte back, yeah, with that was a nice, scene. Yeah. nice nod. um, the whole arc with Ella, I didn't really okay, so th- there was no chemistry between her no. and Carol no <laughs> no like n- nothing.
0: And I the one thing that I did like is I did like how they they brought up the fact that she was the only one who didn't know. And when she found out, she was really hurt. And I had actually said that a couple of times in earlier seasons. Like, I don't get why they don't tell Ella. It doesn't make any sense. And I I do like that they brought that up and brought up the fact that she was hurt by it, because that actually made a lot of sense. Of course, you would be hurt to be the only one who didn't know. And I thought that their excuse for not telling her was kinda lame. Um it was basically like, well, people don't react well, so better not, you know. Um, but that other than that, she didn't really have a lot to do. Um, so yeah, I I agree with you. She was kind of written off a little bit too.
1: Yeah, and I you know, I didn't like when she finally accused them. It, it was of course it had to be in a drunken rage. At like, a wedding like, yeah, so it's like, oh man. Yeah. So there were a lot of lot of things that I I I don't know a lot of episodes and character development or lack thereof or just kind of abandoning what they had done with the characters that I disagreed with. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I think everyone got where they had to be. Um, like I said, I didn't really love R- Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, the,
0: the the I don't know the actress was just. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, she even looks like teenage angst. Yeah, she's just like and
1: I told you that she's the same person who played uh Negasonic Teenage Warhead in Deadpool and I just feel like she's typecast. Like yeah. I don't even
0: think she smiled once. No, she didn't. She's just maybe maybe angry. the last episode when she yeah, figured she, it all out. Yeah, she was just so angry all of the time. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm kind of sad that it's done, but at the same time I look forward to seeing Tom Ellis sing it. Maybe we could see him live. Do you think oh. he will go tour?
1: I would love to do that. Wouldn't that be awesome?
0: Yeah. That would be.
1: I'd love hey, to. If yeah. you're
0: listening, because I know you are. He's not. You are. But yeah. if you are, uh, go go tour. That yeah. would
1: be amazing. Like if he did sort of like a little piano show. Right? Right? Just, you know, just him. It's more, more
0: people need to listen to us.
1: And mm. I, I will say that Netflix um, gave us our obligatory butt shot. So oh, yeah, thank you. They did. Thank, thank you, you for that. that. I was mm-hmm. I was yep. a little worried because we yep. were getting a, a little further in the season. I'm like, uh oh, TikTok. We normally right. see it by, I know. by now. So thank you. Thank yes. you, Netflix.
0: Yes. That magnificent behind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's just so handsome. I can't deal with it. And even yeah. in real life. I notice, like I've seen pictures of him, and his hair is kind of mussy, and he doesn't dye his uh, beard. His beard actually has some gray in it, and I'm like, "Oh st- no,
0: God forbid!" I know.
1: I'm like, "You're still so good looking."
0: I know. Like, how are? It's I- disgusting. It is. It's <sighs> like, oh. Anyway, well, so long, Lucifer. We shall so miss long. thee. Mm-hmm.
1: And you'll sh- you shall live in reruns. Hopefully and on Netflix and I keep recommending it when people say, oh, is there a show I should watch? I'm like, yeah,
0: you should watch watch Lucifer. Yeah, it's totally serviceable and fun. It is. All right. Well, we also have a game today and I'm probably going to move through this one fairly quickly because I don't know if I want to spoil the ending here, but I think you'll be able to get the gist of the game. Even if I don't spoil the ending, um, and it's called Twelve Minutes, and this was a this game when it came out was kind of a big deal, mostly because of the voice acting involved in it. It's it's got three characters in it, and the main character is voiced by James McAvoy, and his <gasps> wife, who is Daisy Ridley. And, and I've then, seen
1: her in something. They were in something together.
0: They were in something together, were they? I think so.
1: I'll, you continue. I'm going to look on okay. IMDb.
0: And then there is a sort of, quote unquote, evil character who's kind of evil and kind of not evil, who is um, a cop or a sort of cop played by uh, Willem Dafoe. So you have these three big voice actors and they are I I honestly think it was a bad choice to have these these big names in this game. Oh, I was wrong. Sorry, I was wrong. I was thinking of his real life wife. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, So I feel like this is a bad choice, mostly because I know you had to pay these guys a lot to do this. Secondly, other than Willem Dafoe, McAvoy and Ridley don't add anything to this. You can barely tell it's them, and nothing they say is like, wow, what a performance. Thank God they got a big-name voice actor for that. You know what I mean? Like nothing, Nothing they do is really making it worth the dime that I'm sure this company spent.
1: Oh, and like his and Defoe, he's got such an
0: evil voice. He's like, great in this. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. If you're going to spend the money on anyone, he was the one to get. But the other two do nothing for this game. Now, the game is set in one room, basically, or it's like a small apartment. There's a bathroom, a bedroom, like a kitchen, dining area, and then there's a closet. And that's it. That's the whole game. And you're looking down top down. So you're kind of in the ceiling and you're looking down on these people, Right. And the game is roughly 12 minutes long and then it loops and Ooh. you have to you have to figure out the mystery. So on the surface, this sounds amazing. This is like right up my alley, right? Here's where it starts to get a little bit wonka So you basically come in and the first thing you do is you kind of watch the whole loop, right? Without any real messing with it, you got to you got to get the gist of it. So I'm not really giving anything away here because this is what happens in like the first 10 minutes of the game. So you play as James McAvoy's character. You come home from work. Um, Daisy Ridley's playing your wife. She's Mm -hmm. got dessert for you in the fridge and she's got some news for you and you learn that she is pregnant, right? Mm -hmm. So you're having a little dinner together and it's very happy and you and your wife are going to have a baby. Then this cop shows up. He basically busts down the door and he accuses her of murdering his father several years ago and he's going to arrest her. Now, in the process of trying to arrest her, you get knocked out and he kills her and the unborn baby. And that ends the loop. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So then it starts over. So now your goal in this game is to try and figure out this mystery. Did your wife kill somebody? Did she not kill somebody? Et cetera, et cetera. And there's all kinds of different things that you can do to solve this mystery. Some of them are really cool. Like you can you can look through photographs. You can hide in the closet so that your wife never even knows you're there, and that changes the loop. You can mess with the electrical wiring. You can get a like a, a I think it was like a knife, like a butter knife or something, and you can unscrew um, like vents in the house to look for things that have been hidden. Okay. You can you know um, oh. You once your dude has lived through the loop a number of times, he actually starts to remember things and he'll remember things like the songs that come on the radio or when the thunder is going to strike. And you can use those things to try and convince your wife that you're in a time loop. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. So there's a lot of interesting stuff that happens. What really kind of shoves this down the toilet for me? And I know some of you guys out there are going to hate this because a lot of people have really loved this game. Is First of all, you have to live through this loop a lot in order to get to where you need to get at the end. And a lot of it is going to be listening to the same stuff repeated over and over and over to make one minor change just to see what happens. Do you know what I mean? And if it doesn't work, you got to start over and listen to the same thing over. And, you know, it's a lot of repetition, which starts to get grating. So you
1: can't even like skip like, you know, no. like when, I'm thinking like Netflix
0: where you're yeah, like yeah. skip intro. No, like. No. So here's the other thing that I have a problem with. They made it a point in this game. And I'm going to give a little bit away here. So if you don't want to know anything, stop now. But this is not the end. I'm just going to give a little bit away. They made it a point to make your wife a red herring. For a while, you are convinced that she actually did murder someone and then you can figure out that she did not. Okay, but in order to get to that point, you actually have to drug her with sleeping pills multiple times and Uh live through multiple loops with her drugged. But, you know, she's pregnant. Yeah, I was just going to say, isn't she pregnant? Yeah, so you're drugging a pregnant woman. Oh, that's not good. No, it's... mm. And there's also, like, um, weapons in the game that you can use for various assorted things that you have to use for various assorted things in order to progress. However, the game made it a point to add in the animations of you killing your wife and yourself, even though those are not necessary to solving the murder. I don't know why, like, they could have easily, like, you can use the knife or use the gun on yourself. It could have easily said, what are you doing? I'm not going to kill myself. But no, 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 no. The game made it so that you could actually kill yourself oh. or your pregnant wife for no reason. So there's a lot of unnecessary violence against pregnant ladies in this. Yeah. And unnes- uh, it, And I just, mm, it just got to the point where I was like, okay. I don't feel like a detective anymore. I feel like a torturer. And I basically have to either torture my wife or this cop or some other people. And this could be physical or mental or emotional torture in order to get to where I need to get. And where I ultimately get to at the end of the game is a horrible reveal, which I don't know if I want to give it away on air, but I can tell you after if you wish. I was not a fan of this ending. Oh. <laughs> it was bad. And it was so bad that, like, when we played this game, we actually had four people playing it together. We did this as, like, a party night. Okay. And we are all like, yeah, we, we actually tried to get you involved in this. And I can't remember where you were, but you were doing something. <laughs> Uh, You were doing a thing. Who knows where I was? Yeah, you were you were off. And so we had it. It was me and my husband and two of our friends. And we were all playing this thing, trying to figure this out. And when we finally got to the end, all four of us were like, what? That's 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 it. That's that's what's happening. That's the hook. Like, no. And literally all four of us came up with a better ending in like two minutes flat. (laughs) It was so easy. And all I could think is maybe if they hadn't spent the money on James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley, they could have spent it on some writers because the writing is just awful. Wow, It's that bad. And it's only made worse by the fact that I am now playing another different detective game that is so unbelievably amazing. It makes me want to cry with joy. And I'll get to that one later. Another, another pod, but like literally, this had so much potential and it was very cool and it was very stylish and it was a murder mystery and it's all this stuff I love and it's puzzles and it's great and it's time loops. All of that is fantastic. But then there was pregnant lady drugging and murder and suicide and unnecessary violence and torture. And I just don't know. Um, you know what I mean? And then, then the, the the payoff was not not worth it. Not worth it. I mean, so. from what you're
1: saying, like the elements of it, all sounds, of the elements
0: were amazing. And that's what just, it's
1: like. It sounds like a cool game. It sounds, I mean, obviously it not the, the pregnant part of it. But I mean, yeah. most stories do use that. Oh, we haven't said this in a while. As a trope, yeah, pregnant yeah, yeah. women are always in danger and you have yeah. to save them. But like, I don't know. This sounds very bizarre.
0: Yeah, it was really bizarre. And believe me when I say it gets bizarrer at the end. Because there's actually multiple endings to this game, and we actually got one of the endings that was the least bizarre. And even that ending, we were like, no, no. Oh, wow. And then I I didn't even want to play anymore after that. I didn't want to play to get the other endings because in order to do it, I would have had to live through that repetition again another Mm -hmm. six or seven times, and it wasn't worth it. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to read these endings. You know, that's bad, right? Yeah, when you don't
1: even care. Yeah, I don't even
0: care enough to play through it. So I read the rest of them, and man, was I glad I did not put the extra time of my life into trying to get those endings because they were worse. And it was just like, oof, no, so bad. That's what I did with um, that Netflix.
1: show bandersnatch the black mirror oh you just read about the endings because yeah, i kept like trying and playing and doing different things and i'm like okay i've only gotten like two of the five let me just read what the other five is it's like i'm yeah. not this invested
0: right right exactly <laughs> neither was i and i wanted to be i really wanted to be um so I'm going to say to you guys, I'm going to say pass on 12 Minutes. It's unnecessarily violent, and it doesn't have a great payoff. It's fun to play. It's got a lot of good elements, but it's like you made the cake batter and then threw it in the garbage disposal instead of the oven, you know? Okay. It's the best way I can explain that's it. A, that's a good visual, though. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and I promise you that in another pod, probably the next one we do, I will give you another game that has time loops and detective elements and solving puzzles. And it is a thousand times better than this one. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you an alternative in the future.
1: We might end up having two video games reviewed.
0: That would be amazing.
1: We should do a whole game day. Cause I have a video game that I have to start playing.
0: Might've been a birthday present.
1: Might've been a birthday present. So (laughs) I have to go play it and, uh, You know, I have heard I told Chris uh, that you bought it for me. He's like, oh, that's definitely you. He's like, you're going to enjoy it.
0: You can say the name. I'm willing to bet all six of our listeners know what it is.
1: (laughs) Is it the, it's, hold on. It's the, I'm making sure I'm saying it correctly. I know it's the Valley. (laughs) Do you want me to help? Stardew.
0: Stardew. (laughs) Is it something very cute? Yes, it is. Stardew Valley. Yeah. Stardew it's been Valley. out for a while, but that doesn't mean that you can't start it now. It's new to me. That's right.
1: So we're going to review it like it's new to me. Exactly. So, all right. Before we move into the last three, yeah. our, our three things we we're talking about, yeah. I just wanted to give a real time update because I forgot the Emmys were on tonight because I oh. hate watching award shows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and as expected, Ted Lasso is killing it. Um, Watch
0: the season one finale yesterday. (laughs) You like it? I float in and out. My husband loves it. I can see why it's popular. I absolutely get it. It's one hundred percent not my thing, but I can absolutely get why people are into it.
1: So we have because technically there it was the first season that was nominated uh hannah waddingham one supporting actress she plays rebecca welton uh which which one is that is that the blonde that's the blonde and you're you will recognize her because she is the uh nun who said shame on game of thrones that's her big role prior to that no way yes so (laughs) she's like a big star she's a big star in the uk like Uh she has a lot of uh I don't know, what's the, the Broadway equivalent? I know it's like, is it the West End or something? She's like a big singer, uh-huh. actress, but American audiences know her as <laughs> the shame nun. That's hilarious. Um, so I knew nope. you would know her. Um, Roy Kent, Brett, Gold- mm-hmm. Brett Goldstein has one for supporting actor. And everything else right now is Mayor of Easttown.
0: Oh, I got to watch that. I got to put that on my list of things to see.
1: So we have... uh, After Manifest. (laughs) Juliet Nicholson, Evan Peters is one. And to no one's surprise, The Crown is also picking it up in the drama category with Gillian Anderson winning for her uh, turn as Margaret Thatcher. Good for her. So, you know, it's kind of... So far, I mean, I kind of said to my sister um, because she's the only one who really cares about my opinion. I guess I was like, "Ted Lasso" and "Maverick Town" are going to dominate tonight.
0: It's so. so funny. You pick reward winners like the rest of us pick football scores.
1: It's so true. And <laughs> uh, when I was teaching in person, because I do teach uh, part time to college students, so. Um. I was describing the Supreme court. Like I brought up a picture of the Supreme court and I was essentially giving stats like appointed by president, like tends to run conservative. And one of my students was like, you're talking about these people. Like people talk about the Patriots players, like a fantasy Supreme court. So we all have our, our little hobbies, but yeah, definitely, definitely watch Mayor of Easttown after Manifest, and then I gotta think of something after that because Mayor of Easttown's gonna bring you way down.
0: Oh, oh boy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So let's go through our little three quickly. I think most of them are all are two of them are me, and then the last one we both do. But um, real quick, I I haven't been able to talk about this on the pod, and I've been dying to talk about it just because I want all six people who listen to this to to go check this out. But one thing that I have been into for a really long time right now is um, Vanity Fair's reviews. And this uh, this applies to you too, Elaine, because I don't think you've seen any of these yet. No, but and I know you told me to watch them. I have. I'm going to tell you again. So okay. Vanity Fair does these, these reviews, and they're actually kind of hidden in their website. So I'm, I brought the website up just so I could say this, but it's VanityFair.com slash video slash series And then in the series, you'll see one that says reviews, but it's kind of hard to find if you don't actually type it in weirdly, but then favorite it. So you can always come back. There are 66 of these. And basically what they do is I'll give you some like examples and it's going to be real. It's going to make sense real quick. So essentially they have people like. Um, Bear Grills reviewing survival movies to see oh, if they're accurate cool. or Penn Gillette reviewing magic tricks done in movies or they'll get um, historians or weapons masters to review like Gladiator and, and whether or not the armor and the weapons were accurate from movies. My favorite one was when they got astronaut Chris Hadfield to review space movies. That guy is a national treasure. Um, but they they also have therapists that will review movie couples, and they've done a bunch of them. They'll have people who review accents in movies to see how good the accents are. They had a pro surfer review surfing movies. They've had all of these different pros come on, like archaeologists reviewing Indiana Jones, stuff like that. Like all these people, people come on and reviewing accuracy. Um, And they are so cool and so fun to see which movies really screw up and which ones weirdly get stuff right. Oh. And I've got so many favorites. It's hard for me to even pick. But, like, the astronaut one is great. There's a lawyer who comes on to review courtroom scenes. I loved her. Um, there's a detective that reviews a couple. He does, um, hostage negotiation scenes. Uh, they're just really cool. And I just need more people to watch these things. And some of them are like 20 minutes long. So they're very easily digestible. Others are like 40, 50, 60 minutes long. They go, they're like, you could just sit and watch them for a really long time. But I guarantee you, if you watch one, you will be hooked. So Vanityfair.com slash video slash series, and then click on reviews. And I just want everyone to know that these things exist because they are amazing and they're just great to just watch when you've got like a night where you just don't know what to do with yourself. They're amazing.
1: That sounds really cool. And I know you've sent them to me and you've told me to watch them. And yeah. then I mean to. And then, you know, I'm like, I'm like dug and up. It's like, squirrel?
0: Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I know. Yeah. But I think. I think a really good one to watch, like it's funny because I I got somebody hooked on them recently. And the one that I showed him was Pendulette reviewing magic tricks. So and he's one of the first ones. So I think if you watch Pendulette reviewing magic tricks, you'll be hooked. And then after that, you can just pick and choose which ones you want to see. And there are some really good ones. All right. Also, I have an update on Kingdom. And I am going to say, Alin, you need to watch Kingdom. OK, because I made it to the end and the end is freaking fantastic. Um, There is a bit of a cliffhanger like they wrap up the main storyline beautifully. And then there's a bit of a cliffhanger that could allow them to do another season if they wish, which I think they're going to. But I'm not positive yet, but it all wraps up and it's an amazing ending. And the show is unbelievable from start to finish. Everybody watch Kingdom. And that's pretty much it. Oh, wait, one more thing. There was a movie, <laughs> there was a prequel movie that that they put out. It's called Ashen of the North. Oh, that's it's a compl- cool name. It is a cool name, but it's a completely bad movie and you don't oh, even watch it. Yeah, right. so uh, I would avoid Ashen of the North. Just stick to the main series. And uh, Lynn, I know you like zombies. Love them. Oh, this is so, you're, this is the best zombie stuff I've seen in a long time. If ever. It's amazing. Go do it. So everybody who I know I was bringing up Kingdom a few times, I made it through. It stays consistently awesome throughout the entire series. Everybody watch it. Wow. Yes. You got to do it. All right. All right. Now, to wrap us up today, we have a bit of a confession. Mm. And the confession is that we have both seen Shang-Chi and we did not review it we and chose not to yes, yes we chose not to and here's why the main reason why we chose not to review it yet is because both of us saw it at the drive-in and had i had an okay experience and a Lynn i think you had a a bad one a bad yes. drive-in experience and so we want to wrap things up by talking a little bit about the modern drive-in experience And this is mainly just to feed into our argument that stuff needs to be released on streaming. Yes. Because we are both of the impression that we would have enjoyed Shang-Chi much more had we been able to see it at home. and Especially Alin, because I think your experience was a bit worse than mine. I had a, a bunch of people with me and we kind of did the whole party thing and we were drinking and I think that that helped a little bit. With just like feeling happy and fun and, you know, having a little bit of a, a joyous experience. But I will admit that that joyous experience we had was separate from the actual movie watching. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the problems that I had. Tell me if you had any similar problems. Okay. Problem okay. number one the screen was very small and it was difficult to see. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's, and it was not, not only that, it was not
0: very crisp for yes. me. For sure, me too. There was a scene in Shang Chi. There was the fight scene where it was very dark, and I feel like I missed all of it. Yes. I had no idea who anyone was. <laughs> yeah, it was, I won't say any more than that. But um, but yeah, it was real dark, and I I don't know what happened in that scene at all.
1: And for for me, it took um, oh God, what was that little guy? There was there were so I'm not. I don't want to ruin. Yeah, We're going to eventually
0: review this, but we're going to wait and watch it
1: at home. We will review it, but for those that don't know, um, there there are creatures that are in this. I mean, I had a very difficult time trying to figure out what these things were because the screen was not great. And my other problem is car radios were not meant to have the surround sound quality.
0: Yeah, the that sound you would have. Great. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to jo- enjoy the drive-in experience, you need a number of things. One, you need a Bluetooth speaker. Mm-hmm. You need to get that whole speaker set up. Two, you need an SUV, because everybody else had them, and they all had their like trunk things open that were yes. blocking the screen. <laughs> like- oh, see, the one I went to...
1: They made people put them down or oh. tie them with strings.
0: What? And no, they were they like, didn't Do that for us. They were all up and blocking. No, I actually they were, had to ask someone to lower theirs a little bit because it was in the entire bottom half of our screen.
1: Oh, no. They were like very serious. They were like, We will stop the movie. And they're like, Everyone has five minutes to do it. Wow. And like, and you could see people bringing their, their trunks down. Some of them were level. They said that the trunks. If they're level with the car, that's fine. But if they come above the car line,
0: you have to tie it down with ropes. Or you'll be asked to leave. We needed that. We needed that badly. And then the third thing. Now I'm forgetting what the third thing was. So we talked about for we talked about the
1: the I guess the lack of high definition slash the the screen not
0: yeah. Oh, the third thing was the headlights. Oh, um, oh, We had a bunch of people who had no idea how to use a vehicle. And um, <laughs> they they'd had no clue how their headlights worked. Oh, God. And there was one dude in front of us who kept coming back and going into his car to get things. And he literally did it. I'm not exaggerating here. 46 times during the movie. And every time he opened his front door, his car headlights would come on. right Oh in our
1: face. my goodness.
0: So all of that combined made for a pretty poor movie viewing experience. Now the popcorn was great. We got to actually Pop- have- Movie popcorn yeah, movie was- popcorn. Popcorn. Oh, that was a nice return. Yes, it was. It was excellent. And we actually got it in this huge bucket that had venom on it. And that wasn't even the movie we were seeing. We oh, didn't Oh, wow. Care. So it was nice
1: and it was it was funny to me because when you're talking about people don't know how to use their cars. So I I have a quote unquote old fashioned car like I don't have the start stop button that people have to put their car on. So I was with, you know, other people. And he my friend couldn't figure out how to keep the car on because you don't just turn the accessories on. The start-stop button Mm -hmm. shuts the car down after a few minutes.
0: You know it's bad when you got to pull out the manual to go to a drive-in. Oh, and
1: that's what, like, he's looking it up on the manual, and then um, he had the navigation system built into his car, and it never dims. He was trying to dim it. So we were looking for someone to, like, throw their jacket over it because it was a bright light in the car.
0: Right. It was just...
1: Yeah. And um, it was it was also funny because obviously we're sitting there watching the movie. And whenever my friend Sharon would check her phone, it's her car. So her Bluetooth would connect to the phone would connect. So all of a sudden we're listening to an audiobook And I'm oh, like, the, no. yeah yes. So it was just um, the mo- modern cars are not made. There's too many bells and whistles for it yeah. just to function as a speaker. The sound quality wasn't great. Or, four, yeah. Certainly. Yeah, so I mean, I will be waiting. Um, I believe it will be coming out. It's 45 days. 45 days. Mm-hmm. So I'm not doing math because it will be wrong and I don't want to hear it. But whenever will, that 45 whenever days is, it up, is we're yes. going to watch
0: it again. And then exactly. we'll it. Exactly,
1: exactly. Because from what I saw,
0: it was an enjoyable film.
1: Um, from
0: what we saw being the right. Yeah.
1: So Mm -hmm. I mean, but I need to give it a second viewing. Absolutely. To review it fully. But, and I will say this, um, I was very happy and, um, it kind of felt to me, you can disagree. It kind of felt like a, not, not a nod, but when you saw black Panther, you didn't when you I went home, I was like, oh, there was only like Martin Freeman was the only, you know, Caucasian guy in that. hmm. And I think with Shang-Chi, it's like, I don't think there were any Caucasian people in that Trevor.
0: Oh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> it, but he he was such a he was such a joy.
1: But it's like I love how and it's it's taken too long, but I love yeah. how it's we're we're finally seeing movies that reflect yeah what life looks like.
0: Yeah. No, I mean I think from what I saw, I really, really enjoyed it. And I really can't wait to see it again yes. in in a in a way that I'll be able to enjoy it to match that viewing experience, you know, and, and that's the basic idea. So so to wrap things up, we're not reviewing Shang Chi until we're able to see it and this should be a a kind of hint of things to come because I'm not gonna go see any more movies in the drive in. I'm going to try and either stream them or wait or red box them or I don't know, maybe rent a theater out and get a bunch of people that I trust to go with me. I don't yeah. know what we're gonna do for Eternals, but
1: that's what so
0: that's the announcement,
1: mm, you know. We're mm-hmm, probably yeah. for any for any upcoming Marvel. Cause for me, drive-in season's ending. Yeah. <laughs> um, you so guys I, get snow.
0: We have drive-ins all year, but I'm right. going to bow out.
1: So, um, and I think, you know, Marvel, especially Marvel movies or any movies of this nature where there's a lot of action and you're not necessarily living in this reality mm-hmm. um, or experiencing things like you normally would. I think it would have been fine. Um, trying to think of like a movie to see like a romantic comedy you could see a romantic comedy yeah sure or something like that i mean Mm -hmm. where you don't you're not going to sit there and for us afterwards the movie free guy was playing and of course we were all like it's so late we need to get home but i was kind of like i even if i was wide awake i wouldn't want to see free guy because there's so much detail yeah, in that movie, and it's based on you know not based on, but it's based in a video game, and you're gonna right. lose that. It's not gonna translate right. Yeah, on the screen. But I think for me, I'm not a hundred percent on going into theaters. I know that theaters around here are uh, reimposing mask mandates,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I'm not. I don't know unless Maybe Eternal's like
0: six masks and a spacesuit.
1: Yeah, I feel like I need to be like a surgeon, like wrap right. me up.
0: Yeah. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. touch
1: anything and I'm gonna sit bubble. like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we will anyway. we will review them on yep. our own terms exactly. and in our own home. So we will talk about them so we're not missing them. Uh we'll most likely talk about Halloween kills and uh we'll probably talk the Matrix and Dune on HBO yeah, Max. Coming
0: really curious how that one's gonna shake out yeah
1: so it's like we will still be talking new movies um but disney we're not playing your game anymore that's right because they're listening they're not Mm -hmm. they they yeah i mean if they did we wouldn't exist i'm sure one of the platforms that we stream on is owned by them and they I would know. Pull, right? Yeah, They'd they probably would probably the like,
0: to heck with these ladies. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's like it's well, it's still
1: buffering. I, I don't know.
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> on that happy note, conspiracy theories aside, um, we will see you guys again as soon as we can, as soon as we are able with our, our jobs and lives and everything. And thank you for being patient with us. As always, please find us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Search for Three Speech and look for the Bears.
1: And I was all also right. going to say,
0: oh, yeah, if you know, if they keep
1: liking and subscribing and telling people we could do this full time, like this oh, will be a full time yeah. job.
0: Sure. Easily. So it, I it, would love to not teach anymore. Sorry, exactly. kids. I love you. Yeah. But it's exhausting. I know.
1: So I would love to just do this all of the time. So we, we, we would we, do one every day.
0: I mean, at that would. point. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why not? So I'm just saying, people, you know, it's know. up to you. It's in your Make hands. Make it happen.
0: Make it happen. Yes. All right. So we'll see you again soon. All right, take us out, Elaine. Oh, wow. Okay, so I just say, like,
1: <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. All right, well, th- <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I got like five hours of sleep. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back as soon as we can. And until then, I'm going to think of a fun line uh, keep streaming. All right, see you next time.